1: Oh Broncos Country, the agony of loving a team. Jeff Ryan and I will be breaking down the Broncos heartbreaking loss from last night. Uh by a score twenty-seven twenty-three to one of our arch rival teams, the Kansas City Chiefs. Um got a bunch of thoughts about this game coming your way. Um some good, some bad, a lot of disappointing. And we'll be breaking down that the game for you just in a few moments. Uh but first Here's a little uh, music from the Mad Fanatic. and now i'm welcoming welcoming in my uh good buddy who's a regular now on the post game podcast uh Jeff Ryan. Uh, oh Jeff, this is this is a tough one to even talk about.
0: Yeah, Tanner, great to be back on, but this is a this was a tough week to uh want to talk about a loss last night that quite frankly was maybe top 5 regular season losses uh, in terms of how bad it was that i've ever witnessed.
1: Yeah, I mean, I know I haven't been a Broncos fan as long as you have, but it was definitely up there for me. I mean, I'm trying to think of another one that was comparable. Um, Kansas City two years ago sucked because that was an overtime. It was close to that. And that was, you know, there were some playoff implications on the line there. But this one hurt big time, Uh, especially, you know, having a 10-point lead in the fourth quarter and just letting it go the way we did and just everything that happened towards the end of the game – uh, and being on national television Monday night, it just, yeah, this it just played out right. Suck. There's no other way to sugarcoat this one.
0: No, couldn't have said it better. And you just hate losing at home to division opponents. I don't care who it is. Um, you know, there's as a fan, this is a very fan thing to say, but as a fan, there's a a couple teams, you know, that you really hate losing to, and I, I would put the Chiefs, Raiders, Chargers, um, right there, and then maybe even the Patriots, um, to round those teams out in terms of who I just can't stand losing to. And uh, I think the Chiefs, it's hard because, yes, they're talented, but as a franchise, they really haven't done anything. They've won a Super Bowl, you know, in the 1960s, and they've won one playoff game since 1994. So
1: They haven't even won the trophy hurts. that is named after one of their, one of their legends, Lamar Hunt. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> but... Yeah. Unfortunately, it looks like they have a franchise – well, I'm not going to say it looks like. They do have a franchise quarterback. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is the closest thing uh, playmaking ability-wise out of the quarterback I've seen since Brett Favre. And what I mean by that is just backyard football, run around, sling it with your gun-slinging arm, make a play. Yeah. Um, the Broncos just couldn't bring him down. They got close many, many times. Just couldn't bring yeah. them down. and. He was able to um, buy himself some time and end up with a stat line of 28 for 45, 304 yards, only one touchdown, but no interceptions. We only got to him once. Um, uh-huh. He did run for a touchdown as well. Uh, Kareem Hunt had 19 carries for 121 yards and touchdown. Travis Kelsey, who we kept in check for a long time, got going in the second half, ended up with seven catches for 78 yards and a touchdown. Um yeah, just your thoughts on our how our defense played against this uh, dynamic offense.
0: I mean, overall, I'm really happy. Um, you know, we unfortunately, because of the way the game finished, um, we were kind of on our heels there. It felt like the entire fourth quarter. Uh, we lost our, our streak of consecutive games without uh, allowing 300 yards passing, um, I think. Mahomes tallied three oh four last yep, night, so that was, that was that was disappointing. Um, um, especially because they they broke that on a thirty five yard pass play that um, we'll get into, which, which really shouldn't have counted. Uh, but we'll get into that later. Uh, but overall, I thought the defense played really well. The Chiefs did a really good job of keeping Von Miller in check all night. Um, even when he got a little bit of pressure there at the end of the game, he still couldn't get Mahomes down. And as Mahomes Mahomes made a great play with his left arm uh passing it to Tyreek Hill on a huge third and six I believe it was but no overall I mean you know I remember I texted you I think it was third quarter saying you know I I was thrilled with how the secondary came out um Kansas City definitely had a plan to to connect to kind of do what Baltimore and Oakland did with short quick passes and um had great coverage and great tackling. I think there was only a couple plays I can remember early on that we missed a tackle here or there, but overall, um, much improved in the secondary. The pass rush I saw I thought Bradley Chubb um, looked pretty good last night. Um, Wolf and, and Gotsis looked okay. Gotsis had a big penalty early in the game, if I remember right, um, on the face mask that gave them a 15-yard penalty into the into our own territory, but no, I mean, overall, you know, in a loss, I, I'm, I'm pretty pleased um, considering we didn't look very good um, against Baltimore.
1: Yeah, and I thought the defense was more aggressive from the start. Uh, mm-hmm. Not too many penalties, which is which is always nice to see, especially with this squad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I didn't have too many complaints with the defense. I mean, they kind of, I don't know, they kind of they kind of broke. In the fourth quarter a little bit, unfortunately. They did. Um, I don't know it if did. that was more play calling or what. Um, and, we, and we got to talk about it. Um, the one that I was, I think, um, kind of repeating to myself in my sleep last night was second and 30, second yeah. and 30, yeah. second and 30. Had them second and 30, and you give up 23 yards to make it third and seven. You, you just can't I do know. that. And, and that was no. my only – you know, when it comes to X's and O's, I'm I'm not the best person to talk on that. The uh, guys in the Orange Weekly pregame podcast they are great at doing that. So check that out mm-hmm. later this week. Getting ready for the Jets game, they they do a great job breaking down the X's and O's. But I did notice in that play, we went man coverage instead of zone. Got a zone, yeah. you got a zone in that circumstance. Have to.
0: Yeah, even but. if you give up ten yards, you know it's third and third and uh, twenty and uh, twenty. Yeah. Excuse me, yeah. So. It was that was the the worst play of the game that totally turned the momentum to Kansas City. I agree.
1: Well, then he followed that up uh, by another pass of uh, over twenty yards. Um, yeah, I, mean, I believe I think it was thirty-five. Back, yeah, pass back-to-back play. plays. You have him second thirty and back-back plays equal out to fifty-seven yards.
0: Yeah, uh, man, that, that
1: is losing football.
0: It is. It is, and uh, you know I don't want to make excuses um, because regardless of what the officials did on that second play you cannot give up 57 yards you know they 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 got the snap off after the play clock hit zero on that second uh that second play there for 35 yards Um, but you still got to cover the guys you still got to play football you can't rely on the officials to make every single call right exactly um and we didn't do it so
1: and it was frustrating because the officials definitely got it wrong. And the fact they that they admitted they got it wrong to the Broncos makes it even more frustrating. But um, I've had a lot of my sports teams uh, already this year get screwed by officiating and officiate, officials uh, admitting to it. But, unfortunately, that's just how sports go sometimes, and, uh, and and it's just too bad. But um, still, it, no 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 uh, no excuse for letting a tight end get that open on the sideline.
0: No, no. it, it Like you said, it's too bad. But it's also, I really love the human element to sports, and if this would have gone our way, you know, we would oh, be yeah. thrilled. Oh, yeah, we, we so, wouldn't be bitching um, and
1: moaning about it. So.
0: It's not like we've never been on the other side oh, of that. Oh, Yeah. Other, the, the other thing, too, is um, it would have been one thing if, you know, we didn't have other opportunities to win the game. We had the opportunity to stop them on second and 30. We had the opportunity of hitting Demarius Thomas in the end zone. At oh, the we'll very talk end of about game. that. We had the opportunity of hitting the, the – uh, the other wheel route there at the end of the game. So yeah, I'm not blaming the officials at all. It's just frustrating.
1: Yeah, and uh, one thing – I mean, we did a good job of making Mahomes move out of the pocket, but mm-hmm. the dude threw for 193 yards outside the pocket last night, which I believe is the most in the last at least 10 years, at least. It might go back further than that.
0: I thought he broke the record. Is it the
1: record? Okay.
0: I, I believe he broke the record. I hear
1: so many stats anymore, I get them all confused. So yeah. – uh yeah, he I mean that just sometimes you just have to tip your hat, unfortunately. Yeah. I mean I don't yeah. want to, but the guy is just he's good. He he lives up to all the I mean, I, I almost want to puke. I'm I'm nauseated by how much pub he gets, but he, he, he backs it up. He's good.
0: He deserves it. He hasn't thrown a pick this season. He's he's throwing touchdowns all over the place, he's running you know, he ran in for his first touchdown last night. In
1: that damn um, left-hander. Oh, my God, on third down. Oh, he shifts the ball from his right hand to his left hand and throws it for a first down. Right then, I thought, oh, boy. I just yeah. It just didn't feel good right when he did that. No, I, um, I agree. But uh, it's got, we get another crack at him in a few weeks. Uh, that's not going to be a fun one, I don't think. But, uh, no. hey, we got a lot of football from um, now until then to talk about. But uh yeah unfortunately uh the chiefs the chiefs have proven to the rest of the nfl if you already don't have that young quarterback you really believe in and they've proven that you should give up whatever you can to go get them because uh-huh. they gave yep. up a, quite a bit to the bills to get them and look what it did uh yeah. john elway but uh <laughs>
0: yeah exactly
1: no no we'll we'll, we'll get in that a little bit but uh yeah, just frustrating, but I, I did see some good things out of the defense. Um, the offense side of the ball, I thought the run game was awesome. I thought Phillip uh-huh. Lindsay and Royce Freeman played well. I mean, Lindsay ended up with 12 carries for 69 yards, one touchdown, averaged 5.8 yards per carry. Royce Freeman only got eight carries but had 67 yards on those carries and a touchdown, averaged 8.4. Jeff, why did we only run it 20 times? Why did we abandon the run in the fourth quarter with the lead? Please explain I don't know, that to
0: but- me. I don't know, but I'll say this, because I thought about that. Because I knew, I, I had that first thought, too, of where did our offense go? First of all, Kansas City did a great job holding the ball and had long drives there in the fourth quarter. Second of all, the one drive that, it, Kansas City made it 23-20, and we went three and out with about four it, minutes it, to go. That's
1: where I get frustrated, because if I remember right, didn't we only run it one time?
0: Well, here's the thing. We ran it on first down yeah. for no yards. Yeah. So... Uh, okay, so we're excited that they run. We're not excited they gain no yards. Yeah. But then you're in a real sticky situation yeah. because you don't want to play too conservative. You just, you know, Kansas City's anticipating you probably running again. True. And then Keenum, I think that was the worst play of the whole thing is that he throws the out route. Or it was a, a bubble screen to Emmanuel Sanders, mm-hmm. which was completed. Mm-hmm. And I think lost two yards on the play. hmm and so that made no sense to me at all. I mean, if you're going to pass, pass down the field. Yep, yep. Um, You've got to at least try to get five yards, at least. Yeah. And, and if you're going to run that play, you may as well run yep. the football. Yep. Now, in third down, when you're trying to win the game and get a first down, I'm okay with them passing the ball. Mm-hmm. I, I, I agree. It's frustrating that we couldn't establish the run on that drive, but I think that was all set up by a poorly executed first down run of no yards and yeah. that that's kind of what screwed us there yeah so it
1: just it's just frustrating because i thought though it is and i and i think those rookie running backs have bright futures in denver i i like both oh, of yeah. them a lot they're one two punch of thunder and lightning a little mm-hmm. bit so uh, i think uh, denver's really lucky to have them and i think they're lucky to have courtland sutton who had a good game three catches for 51 yes. yards uh we'll get into something he was involved in in a little bit uh but i, I like him i mean denver's got some really nice young pieces mm-hmm. um and fortunately, you know, I don't like saying this after four games. I don't. I just don't know if they have the guy behind center. Um, I know. Last night he went 21 for 33 for 245, zero touchdowns, one pick, took four sacks, which a few of those I think were offensive lines' fault, but a few, of him, mm-hmm. a few of them I think are his fault. He's not climbing up the ladder in the pocket at times. Mm-hmm. Do you agree with that? Mm-hmm. He just kind of stands
0: there. It's like, oh, you've got to move, Case. I could not agree more. He doesn't move up in the pocket at all, and when he does, I'm not sure he's reading the field very well. Um, it's, it, it's like the pocket collapsed way too easily last night, in part because I think Bowles is so worried about getting another holding that he just <laughs> is sucking at blocking. And we lost Valdir in the second half. Yes, a so, uh,
1: knee injury. I man Joseph yeah. said today in a press conference, uh, he's not sure about his status. They should know more tonight or tomorrow.
0: Okay. So, yeah, it, 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 uh, yeah the pocket collapsing was very evident in the second half. And, and Case, this is how he looked last week in Baltimore we talked about, where he got a little happy feet, you know, when the pocket was collapsing, and, and instead of stepping out, he would go back another, you know, three or four yards, and you're already making the play that much longer. You're putting, you know, the offense at risk of losing a good 10 yards with a sack. He got sacked a couple times running outside the pocket where he his knee was down before he threw the ball twice last night. And you just can't do that. You, no. It kills us.
1: Yep. Yeah. He he does some good some things really well and some other things just frustrate me. I mean, you know, he almost led us to the game winning drive in the fourth quarter. He looked confident on a couple of those throws, a good throw to Hireman. But he misses. That was a phenomenal
0: play. But he misses yeah,
1: the third down to Demarius Thomas, nah, who was wide open with 18 seconds left. A lot of I times know. in these games, you get one chance. That was the Broncos' chance, and he missed it. He just flat out. I don't missed know it.
0: any other. I don't know any other quarterback that misses that throw wide open. Uh, I, mean, uh, I mean, honestly. I mean,
1: Demarius only had four catches for 24 yards. Hightman ended up yeah. being the lead, leading receiver with four catches for 57 yards. Emmanuel Jeez. had five catches for 45. Janovich had a nice one, one catch for 32 yards on a wheel route. Nice to see him playing well. Uh, Matt Lacoste had a nice catch for 17 yards at one point. Uh, The backs, uh, Lindsey and Booker, only combined for three catches for 19 yards between them both. Um,
0: I think that's what's so frustrating about this team, Tanner, is that over the last couple years you've seen moments of brilliance, and this year especially, from Case and from the offense and – the whole team, Pat, from the defensive The, the, side the too. talent
1: is there. The talent you is there. The,
0: yes, you see the talent. You see these moments of brilliance. But then, when it's bad, it looks like we're the 32nd ranked team in football. Yeah, I don't. I don't get how you can have that extreme difference. There's
1: a lot of inconsistency. I thought we played three good quarters of, or three quarters of really good football. And yeah. one quarter of bad football, and unfortunately, it was the most important one in the fourth. Yeah. We just didn't make enough winning plays when it mattered most.
0: Yes. And you know what I was really, really frustrated at there on that three and out after Kansas City made it a three-point game? Is I And I think the reason they did this is because they wanted to get the ball back in case they did go three and out. But they were snapping the football with like 15 to 18 seconds left on the play clock while the game clock was running. I'm like, take your time. Do not, we don't need to be rushing this. And if anything, we don't want to give Kansas city the ball back with four minutes. Like we did. I'd rather have them have all the pressure on Kansas city to go down, you know, and, and make that last drive rather than us with a minute and a half, you know, looking like it's just craziness out there. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if that's the right move. But I, I thought that was horrible of case to be snapped in the ball with that much time on the play clock.
1: Absolutely. And, uh, you know, they did make a coaching adjustment last night. Offense coordinator Bill Musgrave was calling plays from the coaches box instead of mm. on the sidelines, which mm. through three quarters I was loving. I thought he came out with a good game plan. But then I thought he called a bad game in the fourth quarter. I really did. Yeah. I, and I know we already oh, yeah. talked about what happened when we were only up three and the three and out. I just yeah. – um, uh, I don't know. And, 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 and let's talk about the fourth down play. That ended up being incomplete. Uh, yeah. Threw into Cortland Sutton, who looked like he had the first down for a second. Then he tried a lateral to Emmanuel Sanders. Emmanuel dropped it. Looked like there was almost some miscommunication. But the more I look at the play, cause I have watched it since the game ended, Devontae Booker was blocking on the outside and had the guy sealed. I think that was right a called play. I don't think that was just Sutton trying to make a heads-up football play. I think that was a hook-and-ladder play. But Sanders, the timing was off. If Sanders gets that cleanly, it might have been really interesting because Booker had well, a good the defender, block on the outside.
0: He did. I think Sanders if he is able to catch the ball cleanly scores. The defender made a really good play to get his hand in there and couldn't couldn't allow Sutton to get the ball out clean to Manuel unfortunately. And so um that's just another play where it's just like you replay that in your head over and over again thinking we, we, we could have beat this team. And it would have been an amazing win. It really would have been. Well, and you know Booger
1: McFarland said after the game he thought Sutton shouldn't have lateraled the ball. I disagree because even if Sutton got the first down, which looked like he had it before he tried to lateral it, if he goes mm-hmm. down, I don't know if we get to the line in time. There was 12 seconds no, left don't. on the clock.
0: I know. And I don't know. Part of me loves the play if it works, obviously. Part of me thinks, though, what's a higher percentage, setting up a play that you throw to the end zone or setting up that play? Yeah, yeah that's, I don't know. That's a good, I don't know.
1: That's a good call. I mean, I, yeah, sure. part of me likes it because it's very tricky and it catches them off yeah. balance, but you have to execute it right, and we didn't.
0: Yes, Yeah.
1: So Yeah.
0: And, and really, again, it, it's a play that I can't even be that mad about because the play before – was given to us to win the game and we couldn't complete it. And now Case Kingdom hasn't thrown a touchdown since week one, man.
1: I know. It's uh yeah. Yeah. It's bad. That's, that's amazing. He hadn't thrown a touchdown since week one. Wow, I didn't realize that's that. Bad. You know, he had six interceptions, he had seven all last year. Yeah, he needs to start playing better. Um, a lot of guys yeah. start need to start playing better and a lot of coaches need to start coaching better. Starts up uh-huh. at the top with Vance Joseph. Uh, next mm-hmm. few weeks how's this team going to respond on Sunday against the Jets it's on another it's another East Coast one o'clock game um, yep you lose that one Broncos are in big time trouble big time oh, trouble yeah. if they lose that because the Rams are coming to town and even though Kansas City is a hell of a team I think the Rams are better look what they did to yes. the Vikings
0: um, well they're better overall defense and yes, offense. Kansas yes. City that's another thing I don't want to interrupt your your point there because it's a great point but I am very concerned that, I mean, Booger McFarland talking all night about how Kansas City is the worst defense in the league. I mean, he was ripping them. It was hilarious. We really didn't do anything against the nope. worst defense in the league. Nope. I mean, we well 23 points is not much.
1: <laughs> I keep I keep complaining about it, Jeff, but we were showing that we could run against them, and we went away from it. I just don't yeah. understand it.
0: <laughs> no, you're so right. I just don't so understand
1: right. it. Right, right from the first drive, we were showing we could run against them. And it's I just know. like, wh- why not stick to what's working?
0: I, I know. Oh, this coaching staff, I
1: man. I could just,
0: oh, yeah. Well, and our, and our pass plays are very frustrating because it feels like to me when our pass plays work, it's when there's a communication breakdown in the defensive secondary for whoever we've played. You can't rely on that. There's going to be better defenses that we're going to play that are going to be stickier. I mean, look at Baltimore. I thought they they did a pretty good job on our on our wide receivers all game. And it was, like, it was just incredibly frustrating. Our play calling in terms of the routes our receivers are running seems so low yield. I mean, these five yard out routes to Demarius Thomas, a bubble screen to Emmanuel Sanders when it's when the game is on the line Um, uh, 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 a pass route to the to the running back. um, Just streaking out towards the sideline, like things like that to me don't make sense. I just I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's not very frustrating. I'm not intelligent enough of a football um, person to know, you know, what the right offense is to run with the personnel we have. But to me, we have one of the top-tier big wide receivers in DT. We have a top-tier speed guy in Emmanuel Sanders. And we have a rookie in Cortland Sutton who literally looks like DeVarance Thomas we got to use what we have a lot better than what we're doing.
1: Yep. I couldn't agree more. And, I mean, next few weeks, and hopefully we don't see it, but in the next few weeks if we start seeing some more L's um, continue, uh, I'm not saying Vance will get canned. I mean, he might, but I think some other coaches might lose their job, kind of like we saw last year.
0: Yeah, yeah. And that's frustrating uh,
1: too because, man, uh this is an organization that prides himself on winning and Uh – it's frustrating when you're just in a constant cycle of losing coaches, losing head coaches, losing coaches, changing staff, changing personnel, changing this and that. That's not winning football. And no. Uh, no. I have to throw this in there because I'm a stat guy, of course. Um, this was the Broncos' first time they've lost a fourth-quarter 10-point lead at home, Great. I believe, since '04.
0: Yeah, that's correct. Against Dear the Lord.
1: Bears, '04.
0: I remember that.
1: That was bad. It's just frustrating. Yeah, this I I hadn't felt a pit in my stomach after a loss in at least two years. I'm going back to that Kansas City game in two two years ago because last year we didn't have anything like this. I mean, this would have been well, this would have been Vance Joseph's easily his best win of his career. But yes,
0: yes, but it's not. But it's not a done. win, and, and that and you you can't. Did you did, don't you, don't did you hear what
1: he said in the press conference, Jeff? I, I, I did. I'm not kidding the we've, we had a good week of practice. I am yep. so sick of that. I don't give a crap what you do between the game. It matters what you do during the game, and you're not getting it done.
0: He's he's a full of cliches. Um, you know, I told you this last week. He's sounding more and more like why Indianapolis was so sick of Chuck Pagano. Great guy, likable player's coach. That's what we've been hearing about Vance Joseph. But you can't just keep coming up with crap and not putting it together on the field Sunday, nope. Monday, or Thursday. You know, you just nope. can't do it. Nope. So. I
1: mean, he's friendly to the media, too friendly. I mean, today in this press conference when I was listening to it, it just act like, I'm sure it does, I'm sure it does, but he acts like Louie doesn't even bother him. you got to coach like your job's on the line, because sooner or later, Vance, it might be.
0: I know. <laughs> I know. No, I, I completely agree. And uh, I don't know, man. I don't know what to think. I mean, this loss just hurts because Kansas City, were at home. The crowd was electric. Well,
1: the crowd was louder um, than I had heard. They they said some people that were there said it was as it was as loud a crowd as they can remember going back to the Pittsburgh playoff game with Tebow.
0: Hmm, they said louder I, than
1: the fifteen playoffs.
0: I believe it. I mean, I think it's. Uh, I mean, Mahomes
1: could not hear. He couldn't even hear no. his radio on his helmet.
0: I think a lot of that was due to the fact that Kansas City was three 0 you know, coming yep. in. They were cocky. Their yep. fans are cocky. The Mahomes hype was real and, and he proved it. And so, you know, it was a fun, fun game for the fans watching. When you're up twenty three thirteen in control, it's just oh, uh, it's painful. I know it, I know it man. And, uh
1: yeah, but shout out the Broncos country. They did their part. Um Oh yeah. Fortunately the players and the coaches that did, just didn't get it done <laughs> done in the end. Uh, well, sometimes I just hate sports, and last night was one of those nights.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, we, we've we been on the other side sure, before, sure. which is nice. You know, as a Bronco yep. fan to know that this is not going to define no, we the Broncos just Broncos as an organization. I, I, it's, but, it's,
1: it's important to bounce back on Sunday because we can't, can't have a slip-up. We can't have another – we can't have four L's or three L's in a row.
0: No, if we lose to the Jets, I – yeah, uh, we'll we'll talk about it then, but that's yeah. going to be a bad conversation. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, no doubt, absolutely. So, absolutely. But uh, any other thoughts, man?
0: I have a lot of thoughts, <laughs> but not worth sharing. Uh, yeah, so. I've, I've kinda, I've, <laughs> I have a
1: few more too, but I kind of just spent. This is a tough. This is a tough. This is the toughest Orange Weekly uh, post game podcast we've had to record by far. Uh, oh, hopefully, yeah. we don't have any more like this. This was this yeah. was rough, but.
0: It was, but it's always good being on with you, Tanner. And uh, brighter days ahead for the Broncos. I hope that, I hope that we figure things out. I mean, I'm so wouldn't want to be a fan of any other team, and nope. uh, hopefully we figure out a way to get it done.
1: Yep, absolutely. Uh, we could uh, still be, you know, it could be worse. We could be Raider fans, so we could be uh, Raider fans.
0: We could be Chiefs fans.
1: Could be Chief fans. I mean, could be Charger fans. They, they
0: yeah, they're all high and mighty right now, but yeah, uh, well, I, they I don't have the have defense to win
1: anything, so. Um, they got great offense, but they just don't have the defense. So, uh, yeah. but yeah, hopefully we get it turned around Sunday. Well, I mean the next game we gotta 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 move on. So,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. All right, man. Well, as always, uh, go Broncos.
0: Go Broncos. Take care, Tanner.
1: And that's going to do it for this week's Orange Weekly post game podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Tanner Lee. You can follow me on Twitter at the underscore T underscore Lee. Always enjoy uh, talking Broncos football with you guys. And uh, also, like us on Facebook if you haven't already, Orange Weekly Facebook page. Follow us on Twitter at Orange Weekly. Follow us on Instagram at Orange Weekly. And check out all of our great shows and podcasts we have available for you all throughout the week usually starting on Monday nights, whenever he can do it. Jason hosts a uh, Broncos After Dark where he takes some fan questions. Really good show there. I uh, suggest you check it out if you haven't already. Uh, And then on Tuesdays, it's our main uh, listener interaction show. Kev Dan is usually joined by either Ray or David or somebody else of the Orange Weekly staff. That is Beer, Broncos, and No BS. Uh, They're usually breaking down the... Past game, as well as the next game, upcoming game, and taking your fan questions. Then on Wednesday nights, myself and Kev Dan host a show called The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly on a platform called Get Vocal. Also streams on Facebook, but Get Vocal is kind of like a radio call-in show except we see your face, you can see our face. Uh, We really want some people to interact with that. We break down what was good, what we thought was bad, and what we thought was just pure ugly. From the Broncos' uh, previous game, And then uh, later on in the week, uh, you have Matt and Jared do a fantastic job with the Orange Weekly pregame podcast. They really get in depth with the X's and O's. So check that out. They'll get you pumped up before every Broncos game. And then, like always, uh, I'm usually joined by my friend Jeff Ryan, and we bring you the postgame podcast. So look for the postgame podcast uh, to drop from the Jets game either – late Sunday or sometime next Monday, and it's uh, it might be a down day right now in Broncos country, but uh, Bronco fans, don't worry. Uh, better days are ahead. Hopefully that begins uh, this Sunday, and I know I'll be wearing orange. Will you?